Time now for Financial Friday on WOMI with your host, Drew Watson, sponsored by Align Wealth Management. Hello and welcome to Financial Fridays, the first show of 2023, brought to you by Align Wealth Management. I'm your host, Drew Watson, Private Wealth Advisor and CEO of Align Wealth Management. And boy, do we have a great show for you today. Uh, Apparently, though, the markets uh, have started 23 on about the same footing that they ended 2022, uh, the mood on Thursday's action was decidedly risk-off and has been um, the better part of the week. The ADP payroll numbers came in better than expected, which means bad news for stocks as market participants uh, anticipate that that means the Fed will continue raising interest rates um, or not take their foot off the accelerator, perhaps, as we get into 2023. A little bit of a recap. The uh, broader market measured by the S&P 500 was down over 1% yesterday, down 44, uh, almost 45 points to 3808. Uh, Dow Jones was down about 339, also down about 1% to uh, 32,930. The tech-heavy NASDAQ uh, continued the beating uh, that it was on down almost 1.5% uh, to 10,305. 10-year uh, uh, yield was up a little bit to 3.72. We are still a little bit under the 30-year, which uh, closed at 3.79. Um, and these are um, well under the highs that got put in in uh, the end of October 1st of uh November last year. If you look in the commodity patch, uh, West Texas crude went out at seventy three ninety one a barrel, up a dollar seven. Gold, which had been on a pretty good run, uh, down modestly to eighteen hundred thirty two dollars an ounce. Um, in yesterday's uh, action, the commodity du jour here uh, on uh, Financial Fridays is lumber. Lumber down eight dollars and twenty cents a thousand board feet to three sixty six, uh, a whopping probably seventy five percent plus downturn from the COVID induced highs. Uh, not a lot of green on the screen most of this week. Uh, you know, commodities have been softer, uh, with the exception of oil this week. Um, interest rates have been kind of modest movers, but the mood in stocks has been decidedly risk off. We've got a great show for you today. We're going to kind of tackle some really good um, year beginning topics and uh, especially if you get into making New Year's resolutions. Also, uh, we're going to talk about uh, at the end of the show the real cost of what's going on with travel these days, especially the snafu, and also taking into consideration that now a lot of people like to travel with their furry friends and it can make uh, going to the airport uh, a new and exciting journey for people where you have to space, pay special attention uh, to where you walk. But as I said, we've got a great show lined up for you today. Keep listening to Financial Fridays right here on this station. We wish everyone a happy and prosperous new year in 2023. And we're going to be back in 60 seconds after a word from our sponsors. What do you want to do when you grow up? 
When we were young, it's a question we were often asked. As we get older, our passions become clearer, our pursuits become careers, and if we're diligent, we begin to plan for the life we want to live. That's why at Ameriprise Financial, we ask what's most important to you? Starting with our confident retirement approach, your Ameriprise Financial Advisor will ask questions that will help you arrive at a customized plan that can help you realize your goals today, tomorrow, and throughout retirement. With the right financial advisor, life can be brilliant. Call Align Wealth Management, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc. today at 270-684-8424. That's 270-684-8424. Office is located at 2708 New Hartford Road in Owensboro, Kentucky. The confident retirement approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Hello and welcome back to Financial Fridays, brought to you by Align Wealth Management. I'm your host, Drew Watson, with uh, Align Wealth Management, Private Wealth Advisor. And uh, on this investment highlights segment, we're going to take a deeper dive into some fixed income perspectives uh, brought to you by our friends at the Investment Resource Group at Ameriprise. And if you've been listening to this show, uh, you know this will come as no surprise, but the uh, the 2022 fixed income returns, um, you know, had a uh, unbelievably uh, horrible year. So let's take a step back. The uh, Bloomberg U.S. Aggregate Index returned 1.8 percent uh, in the final quarter of last year, a uh, positive number offsetting total return losses of nearly 5% in each of the first three quarters. On a full-year basis, the U.S. ag returned a staggering negative uh, 13% return for the year, shattering the worst previous worst annual total return of negative 2.9% in 1994. Uh, that's four times or greater than four times the losses. Uh, the end of the ultra-accommodative Fed policy, um, well, I believe critically supported in the wake of COVID-19 economic shutdown, uh, ultimately left its mark on the bond market. Um, secondly, falling prices made way for higher yields, um, which created opportunities um, in, in most investors' view. The 4.68% U.S. aggregates yield to worst at the end of 2022 is the highest year-end yield since 2007. Now, a yield to worst is that if all the bonds uh, pay as they are supposed to uh, from the end of the year to when they mature, uh, hypothetically, an investor should average a 4.68% uh, return per year. Now, we know returns don't come uh, in neat, tidy averages, but certainly that's what they should average out to over the life of the uh, U.S. aggregate um, bond index. Now, there's a belief that the opportunity to return to fixed income investments uh, given this massive sell-off, and this is driven by the Fed's swing to a restrictive monetary policy posture. While volatility boosts return hurdles for risky investments, Today, the Fed incents investors to take risk in high-quality fixed income investments, potentially. Uh, 
Um, you know, if you look at a tactical, say, six to 12 month recommendation, uh, there could be potential overweights on U.S. government bonds and U.S. investment grade corporates and uh, essentially set the table to try to gobble up some of this yield to worse in the aggregate index. Uh, investment grade corporates would probably have a higher yield to worse than the 4.68% uh, because the index is definitely more slanted towards uh, what is uh, considered to be government bonds because government bonds make up the preponderance of all bonds issued. If you look at, uh, for what it's worth, you know, predictions, um, you know, most adverse scenario predictions have the S&P 500 dipping down to 3,300. Um, you know, that's a pretty big, uh, you know, come apart of about, um, you know, roughly 13% from these levels uh, that we've seen this week. And a kind of worst case 10-year Treasury yield at 4.5%, which would be even about 20 basis points or 0.2% higher than uh, where we hit the highs last year at the end of October, 1st of November, but about 4.31. Um, you know, base case scenario appears to be a 10-year Treasury yield of about 3%, which is a pretty good clip south of where we are now. And that would put the S&P 500 index supposedly around 4,300. Um, you know, from where we are, that would be a, you know, low double-digit return, uh, maybe some in a uh, favorable or optimistic-looking scenario, uh, S&P index of around 4,600, um, and maybe a 10-year Treasury yield at 20 at 2.5%. Now, admittedly, a lot of things would have to go right probably for that uh, best-case scenario, and right now the horizon uh, may not appear to be uh, producing that, but that's also why uh, um, you know markets markets are made if you look at kind of rolling returns uh, definitely the uh, Morgan Stanley uh, MSCI uh, world index excluding the US uh, you know produced a uh, you know year-to-date number of minus 26 and a half percent. Uh, the U.S. equity index measured by the Russell 3000, which is a broadest market measure, down about 24.6. The universal bond index, which includes other foreign issuers, was down almost 15% for the year. Uh, Some of these bond returns are just frankly staggering if you look at historical numbers and given the fact that our aggregate indexes previous worst-case scenario was return of uh, just uh, a loss of just under 3%. Uh, we definitely uh, definitely have not uh, seen territory as uh, close to as bad as what we've seen here uh, recently. So keep listening to Financial Fridays right here. On your favorite station, brought to you by Lion Wealth Management, we've got a great financial planning segment coming up. So stay tuned, and we'll be back after a word from our sponsors. When today is unpredictable, you need sound advice and strong support to help you stay focused on your long-term financial goals for tomorrow. 
Ameriprise has been guiding clients through challenging times for over 125 years. You can take comfort in working with an advisor who's backed by that strong experience and who's there to guide you with personalized, goal-based financial advice. Together, you and your Ameriprise advisor can plan your future while navigating your now. Call Align Wealth Management, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, today at 270-684-8424. That's 270-684-8424. Offices located at 2708 New Hartford Road in Owensboro, Kentucky. Hello and welcome back to Financial Fridays brought to you by Align Wealth Management. I am your host, Drew Watson, and this is the financial planning segment of our show where we take a deeper dive in uh, the financial planning topics of the day. And certainly uh, we have a big day lined up for you today as we will look at one of the oldest tenets in the financial planning book is when you invest your money, you definitely want to stay diversified. And as bad as last year was in the overall markets, both as you heard in fixed income, bonds, and stocks, it's easy to try and chase the returns of what did the best uh, last year for this year. But definitely time has proven the best New Year's resolution as it pertains to investing your money is to stay diversified. And uh, one thing that can be played out is that 2022 should have taught us that, even though people uh, generally had negative returns, that um, being diversified is is a key tenant to your long-term financial plan. And it's been well documented that the uh, quote-unquote 60-40 portfolio, one that represents 60% in the S&P 500 stock index, and 40% in the Bloomberg U.S. Aggregate Bond Index did quite poorly in 2022. Both the S&P 500 and the Aggregate Bond Index returned um, minus 13% or more for the year. I think stocks were down about 18 or 19. Um, And definitely it was one of the worst historical years for that portfolio, you have to go back to 2008 and before that uh, to the mid-70s to see returns this bad. Um, you know, if you looked at, let's say, specifically commodities, if you had some commodities in, uh, that broad-based index was up over 16% for the year. Uh, your aggregate bond index was down minus 13 Um U.S. equities, uh, as measured by the S&P 500, were down 19.2, and a 60-40 portfolio um, was down, based on the indexes, about 16% for the year. Um, but um, you know, the 10-year average annualized return for that same portfolio was 11.1% per year where the average investor return was 8.7. So what could make up that difference? Well, one, I mean, obviously you could have situations where fees make that up, but that typically would not be that big of a gap where it's almost uh, 2.5%. Um, 
it typically is investor behavior driving those sub index returns because as human beings sometimes we end up zigging when we should be zagging uh, or zagging when we should be zigging so keep in mind that one of the best things you can do for a new year's resolution is find a portfolio you're comfortable with and stick to it um, now but Usually, investor psychology is the main reason that people stay away from this. And so a couple of tips with regards to that. Sometimes people get nervous, and when they're nervous, the only scenarios they can think of are negative scenarios. Uh, This, I think what the uh, professionals call it, is recency bias meaning whatever has been the most recent thing that's happened to them. So in the course of investing last year, it was a big negative year or a bad month. Because that's happened most recently, they feel like that is more likely to happen again. Now, the truth is in investing, very rarely do returns uh, happen in successive years like they did in previous years. It's more of a scatter plot and not necessarily what led the markets one year leads the markets the following year. Uh, and the uh, inverse of that is quite the norm rather than the exception. So keep in mind, recency bias also can explain why uh, when things are going well, people tend to take more risk than they should because they've seen nothing but kind of strong returns and green grass, as I say, ahead of them. Whereas, um, you know, a good basketball analogy is uh, if you're not quite a very good shooter, but you make your first uh, three-pointer, then your second, eventually you'll shoot yourself back to your average, uh, which means you're going to start missing a lot and may end up shooting yourself out of a ball game. So what that means, specifically, uh, and investing is you may want to do a double take and and absolutely look at what maybe didn't do well last year um, and focus on that as a um, more of a uh, I'd say economic maybe not certainty but high probability event than hanging your hat on what's happened most recently. And those are all good New Year's resolutions for 2023 as we start the year. Stay diversified and at all costs try to avoid recency bias as that will tend to have you self-talk yourself into maybe suboptimal investing decisions. Keep listening to Financial Fridays right here at this station. Brought to you by Align Wealth Management. We'll be back in 60 seconds. What do you want to do when you grow up? When we were young, it's a question we were often asked. As we get older, our passions become clearer. Our pursuits become careers. And if we're diligent, we begin to plan for the life we want to live. That's why at Ameriprise Financial, we ask, what's most important to you? 
Starting with our confident retirement approach, your Ameriprise Financial Advisor will ask questions that will help you arrive at a customized plan that can help you realize your goals today, tomorrow, and throughout retirement. With the right financial advisor, life can be brilliant. Call Align Wealth Management, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc. today at 270-684-8424. That's 270-684-8424. Office is located at 2708 New Hartford Road in Owensboro, Kentucky. The Confident Retirement Approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Hello and welcome back to Financial Fridays brought to you by Align Wealth Management. I'm your host, Drew Watson, and this is the famous or infamous email bag segment of the show uh, where we answer your financial questions. And feel free to email those to us at william.a.watson at ampf.com. Uh, specifically speaking, uh, <clears throat> today's question comes in not so much as a financial question. Uh, obviously, there's financial impact of it, but uh, kind of news from over the holidays. And as you know, I was out during the holidays, but certainly did a little bit of traveling myself. And uh, the big news of the holidays is uh, what happened with uh, a major airline in the country, uh, Southwest Airlines. Uh, unless you were at the North Pole with Santa, probably what you know is Southwest had a very uh, unfortunate run where uh, they uh, had a huge amount of cancellations. If you go back to their close, uh, you know, let's say on the 13th, their, you know, their troubles, I think, started in earnest right around um, the week before Christmas. Uh, the stock was trading at about uh, $37 and change on the um, <clears throat> uh, week of Christmas and bottomed out as low on uh, the 28th at $32, losing, you know, call it about 15% of their value over the uh, multiple uh, multi-thousand canceled flights that they had to face in the wake of uh, the double whammy of uh, <clears throat> bad weather as well as uh, technology factors uh, that played against them both on their communication software with their own flight staff and flight teams as well as their passengers and getting things rerouted. Now, what will this cost Southwest uh, as a um, <clears throat> hard number is yet to be known. Um, you know, right on cue, the uh, class action law firms have started investigations into what Southwest did or didn't, but certainly there are multiple millions of dollars at stake that Southwest has already paid out to passengers that got stranded in one city, unable to make it to their final destination, uh, as well as compensation perhaps that will need to be paid on um, baggage that is never recovered. So 
that's really the question where the financials come into play is what happens um, if your bags never show up. Most common carriers, when you buy your ticket, if you do a deep dive on the details, would have some type of limit on reimbursement you could get for lost luggage. So always keep that in mind. Don't pack the family jewels in a check bag because uh, it could end up in somewhere else. Uh, we did some traveling over the holidays, and as we arrived at the baggage claim uh, at McCarran International Airport in Las Vegas, the entire left side was uh, chalked full uh, of other people's luggage that uh, disappeared in the pre-Christmas to Christmas uh, debacle that ensued because of the bad weather and bad communication policies. Now, obviously, the bags arrived, the passengers didn't, and in case those people uh, never make it or didn't properly identify their bag, uh, it, they will be hard-pressed to know uh, where their bags are. Now, one popular item to do among younger travelers is to insert an Apple AirTag <clears throat> into their bags so they can track their bags uh, where they are. And uh, what I know, at least from my own family members, is that these Apple AirTags are far more accurate than major airlines apps that supposedly tell you where your luggage is. <clears throat> one thing is also clear and this would be another reason to know how much uh, of a claim you can make on the airline for lost bags is not all bags travel with all passengers. Uh, as uh, my personal example in Las Vegas would, would testify, you know, there were probably thousands of bags there unclaimed because thousands of passengers did not make it in. I don't know exactly how each airline handles bags, or why bags would arrive in planes with no passengers or vice versa. But it's certainly clear that there is more than a puncher's chance that depending on weather and communication strategies, a frequent flyer could end up losing everything in their bag uh, and not get properly reimbursed. Uh, if you must travel with valuables, take those in your carry-on, keep them on your person. Uh, don't turn them over to the, uh, you know, um, fates, as it were, and have your bag end up in the flotsam and jetsam of the uh, <clears throat> unclaimed freight store in uh, southern Tennessee or northern Alabama. Now, this brings us to our second <clears throat> kind of corollary question. Uh, one thing I noticed is the amount of animals now traveling in the U.S. is quite um, staggering, uh, staggering. And you know, used to, perhaps, if a person had a uh, sight issue, they would travel with a uh, companion animal such as a, uh, a dog that leads and then that morphed into service animals, and now this has uh, taken on a life of its own into uh, animals and really mainly dogs of all kinds traveling with people. Now, the real cost here is uh, has to do with that not all dogs are potty trained, 
And uh, certainly there was a story over the holidays where a dog got on a moving sidewalk, uh, did its business that's customarily done in a neighbor's yard. Um, And I don't know if the moving steel of the sidewalk felt like the neighbor's grass. But as you know, the moving sidewalk eventually ends in a hard surface. And what was left on the moving sidewalk when it hit the hard surface became a mess that became very expensive to clean up. I also witnessed this uh, with a um, Southwest flight attendant having to pick up uh, what was trailing the dog at the Nashville International Airport. And certainly I would say that lady had enough on her plate dealing with all the flight delays that becoming a... uh, you know, animal uh, pooper scooper was not on her curriculum vitae when she took the job. So this is a bold prediction for 2023. I think this is the year where consumer sentiment goes against the love of our furry friends, and it may be that airlines, airports, and other travelers start taking a more uh, hard-line approach on traveling with furry friends. Uh, it's one thing to listen to a dog yap from the west coast of the United States to Nashville at 5 in the morning until 10 in the morning, and it's quite another when they start gumming up the works on multi-tens of thousands of dollars worth of machinery because they get confused uh, on what Otis Elevator made and uh, Fescue uh, 21 (laughs) planted in your neighbor's yard. So keep that in mind. That's the first bold prediction for 2023. We'll be back same time, same station next week. Keep listening to Financial Fridays here. Brought to you by Align Wealth Management. This is WOMI Owensboro.